Hi, I'm Hannah, team manager with the Orange Arrow Players Association, a nonprofit organization whose mission is to coach student athletes to aim for success off the field. Please consider making a play by giving, posting a friend raiser, subscribing to our podcast and YouTube channel, and staying connected on social media at Orange Arrow PA. Visit orangearrow.org for more information. Thank you for listening. Take aim. Welcome to Inside the Play Call with Orange Arrow, and I'm your host, Sean Robinson. And today we have a very, very special guest, my guy, Gerald. Gerald Jones, what's up, boss? How are you? Sean Rob, Warren, Ohio, one of the best <laughs> in the business. He, you know, he doesn't not only walk, walk the walk, but he talks the talk. Uh, when, and he's got to walk it off um, when he needs to walk it off, too. So he's that successful. I, I'm glad to be on with you. Well, speaking of walking, I see you on a beautiful golf course. My game is not good enough for me to walk 18 holes. So, uh, <laughs> so when you talk about walk the walk, it's not walking on a golf course, though. And so, as you know, man, we are having our Orange Arrow Golf Challenge week coming up May 1st to May 8th. You've been a tremendous supporter. You're actually a co-chair of the committee. And so this segment here is called 15 Minutes to Impact because we're playing to impact young student athletes. So you ready to rock? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's roll. Let's do it. So when did you fall in love with golf? You know, um, I think it started, you got to give Tiger Woods some of that credit because it did kind of show that anybody can do it. Having said that, he burst on the scene when I was middle of playing college baseball. But it wasn't until I moved to Pittsburgh after undergrad that I really started to play golf. So here I am, somebody that's, that grew up in the South, really didn't play golf and really didn't concentrate on it, didn't understand putting, chipping, the, the amount of time it takes to, to be successful at it. And I got to Pittsburgh is when I really got uh, my indoctrination into to golf. And there's a, a rich heritage of, uh, of great golf in, in Western Pennsylvania, as most everyone knows. Yeah, no, it definitely is. And I see because I know where you are, you're in Florida. So in Florida, you can play all year round. In Pittsburgh, yes. Western PA, you have a short window, so you really got to get it in. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so I, I had it backwards for so long and uh, was up north trying to play golf and chipping and putting and going to the old RMU bubble for all those times, taking my boys when they were younger. And then, um, and this is my second stint here in Florida. So with the background you have is my club I belong to. I'm a member at Waterleaf Gun, uh, Golf and Country Club uh, in uh, Bradenton, Florida. So not too far from the Pirate Spring training home and so forth. So a lot of folks spend a lot of time down here um, during the winter months, but it's nice during the summer months when everyone's back up north and we have the course to ourselves and you can get literally 18 holes in in two and a half hours. How about that? Wow, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And so great segue, favorite place to play. Favorite place to play. Uh, now, are you going to ask favorite course to or favorite place to play? Because there's place. two different things. Okay, so favorite place to play. It's probably here at Waterley. It's not very forgiving, as you, you've seen, Sean. It's got water all over the place, but it is my favorite. They treat me well here. Um, a lot of water on the course, but it, it makes you kind of have your A game most of the time. Um, but there's several courses in and around Bradenton area. When I go to Pittsburgh, it's, it's Diamond Run, places like that. Cranberry Highlands is the old course near my old home. So um, I, I, got, I don't have just one, but I got many. But I got to say it's probably Waterleaf, um, at least at this moment in time. I can dig it. I can dig it. The person you enjoy playing with the most, who is that person? 
You know, there's several folks, um, you know, some folks were my first stint here in, in, uh, in, in the Tampa Bay area. Um, some folks that I coach with, Matt Bradrich comes to mind. Um, here, it's, it's, it's Andy Bosco and George Woods. And, you know, we play a lot. I would say Joe Louise, some, some good, good people that you just end up, you don't have to have a tee time schedule. You just show up, we're on the range, let's go play nine. That's the best part about golf yeah. in Florida is that, especially in the summer months, is that it's, it's open to go and do such a thing. Your dream foursome. You can play with anyone. Dream foursome. Dream foursome. I, I probably, I'll probably put Barack in there. I'll probably okay. put uh, MJ in there. Um, Ooh, one more. And I think, you know, Mr. Woods. So his entire Woods. That's what's nice. What do you think about that one, right? That's what's so what do you think about that one? So, I mean, I, I, I think got I all my cover. I think, I think that's probably a reason why I didn't make the cut. But but that's a strong force. But I can't I can't argue with that force. But, but can I go ahead? Well, hold up. You're in the force behind me, so don't worry. My guy, <laughs> you always looking out. <laughs> you always looking out. It's Gerald. So have you ever actually made a hole in one, or or at least seen a hole in one? No, Sean. No, now you're digging in. No, I have not made a hole in one. I have seen, uh, I think, four of them. Um, one of which is a gentleman that used to work with me. Um, and, and most most folks in Pittsburgh know Morgan O'Brien, who is a longtime chairman, CEO of, uh, of People's Natural Gas. His son actually made one in front of me at Oakmont Country Club on hole number 13, I believe it was. I've seen most of them in Pittsburgh. I haven't seen a whole lot down here in Florida, actually. But I've seen I've seen three or four of them in my group or four some whatever you want to call it. So I have seen them. And it is it's pretty neat. It's pretty, yeah, pretty cool. Everyone gets excited running around like like so. So you saw his son when he made the. Uh, the hole in one, did you all know right off the bat? Or was like, wait, did it go in or did it not go in? How, how did that no, turn out? For, the, for those of you who ever, who those of you out there who know Dan O'Brien, right? Um, and Dan O'Brien is a soft-spoken gentleman, um, lives in the Pittsburgh area, was a basketball manager at the University of Pittsburgh under Jamie Dixon and company um, for, for four years. And he's, you know, he's somewhat soft-spoken. Um, and so he's a sales guy, but he, he, you know, he kind of knew he hit it good, and then he's looking for the ball. We're looking for the ball. He goes up to the hole and goes, hey, guys, it's in the hole. So it was a little bit of a surprise. It wasn't like a slam dunk because of rolling hills that you find yeah. at Oakmont Country Club there and, and uh, just outside of Pittsburgh. So it was pretty exciting. I think we all jumped, and, um, and we had some beverages after the fact. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So where do you plan on playing for the golf challenge week? Your home course? The goal is the goal is to be here at at, at Waterloo, um, and, and there's a chance I may have to do two different dates depending on schedules with the number of forces I'm trying to have to support this worthy cause. You know, I think Orange Arrow, um, in this concept, I think Sean and, and I give you a lot of credit for kind of thriving in it, um, not only coming up with it, but I think thriving in it and your passions, your newfound passions. So. Um, the goal is, is to kind of spread the word. I, I got my Orange Arrow uh, t-shirt on today. Still waiting okay. on that polo to come out. Um, oh, wait, and hold, so, on. hold on. I got you. You got me? All right. We got, I need a polo sent down here to Brayden. But yeah. I, I think the, the word and the mission of this thing is, is tremendous. I think it continues to, you know, we got lofty goals to expand it from Pittsburgh, Miami, and Los Angeles, but in other areas too. I know Atlanta's on the docket. Now you're in the D.C. area. So some potential there. Maybe get them in the Philadelphia as well. So. Um, as this thing continues to grow, you know, we have some, some lofty goals. It takes some dollars to support what we're trying to accomplish and help support these kids from a mentorship standpoint, from a learning to play golf, from a learning to play basketball. What's important? Um, what was important to you as a student athlete for those mentors and sharing that story and that faith with, uh, with younger kids that can use that 
can use that words of wisdom or those words of wisdom, excuse me. Definitely. No, I appreciate your continued support. Your favorite club. What's your favorite club? Uh, is in Club in the Bag? Club in the Bag. Club in the Bag. What's your go-to? What's your uh, favorite club? You know, <laughs> lately it has been, um, lately it's been the 58 degree wedge, um, which is my 115 and um, because you can use it for so many things. So 115N is usually kind of the, the metric that I use to, to obviously in Florida, there's, there's wind that's a factor and so forth. So it, it's usually in my hand the most and it probably needs to be my favorite. Um, we've had some fights here and there, but, um, but, but lately he, he, he or she, however you want to uh, spend it, has been very good to me. You can only use three clubs for your next round. What are your three clubs? Well, you got to have a putter. Um, that 58 degrees is probably the next one. And I, I would have to say it's probably going to be um, probably, I guess you got to go. Well, I guess let me take that back. I probably have to take the 58 out and put the pitching wedge in and then probably like a six or seven iron. And I can get off most places. Okay. But the driver, but the driver. And I are not having, we're not having a lot of fun right now. So the driver can't come out and play. <laughs> well, she, she just, you know, sometime, you know, give me a little leg and take it right back kind of relationship we got right now. So, um, but definitely not the driver as we sit here today. It's just not as consistent as I needed to be. So you going, it's like, not the, but it's Sean, but Sean, let me say this. It's not the arrow, it's the ending. <laughs> so you going, um, so you going, what? so six iron, pitch and wedge, and then the, uh, the putter. Yes. Yeah. Now there's some folks that could do without that putter. I'm not one of them. So you're not one of them. Yeah. But the pitching wedge, I can dial it down a little bit enough. I could pitch it, you know, hit a hit, hit something um, a little bit thinner, so it kind of rolls up or runs up. Right. Um, knock knock down. Um, and control the distance a little bit better than probably. You know, I guess if I'm hitting a 54, 125 yards out plus, I could use that option too. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd have to decide based on the course and, and how long it was. But that's yeah. standard. That's probably what I would run with. Yeah, I mean, you tanned off with the six iron. Okay, all right. That sounds like yep. you say, say, set yourself up for a nice round. So, playing golf in Florida, man, speak about the wildlife. Like, how was that experience? I mean, you're used to it now, but especially yeah. playing from Pittsburgh and then now playing and then from Florida. Talk about that. Yeah, you know, it's actually more, um, most people who played in both both places, not so much the alligators. So the alligators, if you don't bother them, they won't bother you. So yeah. note, note to everybody out there when you're down here, don't be petrified. They usually, you know, if you leave them alone, they'll leave you alone. I would tell you the big thing is the grain. Um, and, and it's taken me a long time, even this time, and this is the second time I've lived in, in, in this area. It's a lot easier um, to read putts and so forth, believe it or not, even with the slopes and so forth in western Pennsylvania. That sounds awkward. Most folks will say will tell you that the grain matters, and um, and and I just learned something recently, Sean. I may have shared this with you in a tech. Wherever the sun sets, whatever direction the sun sets, the direction that the grain is going to flow. Typically, Ooh, I didn't know that. So it takes some of the thinking out. It was a Lee Trevino article about speed of play, and that was one of the things because you know don't take that much time reading the sand over putts. Just get the speed right and and figure out the rest. It's usually not a lot, especially in Florida. Um, the water and up north, the rule was wherever there was water uh, and or a hillside, it that that ball was going to trickle back that direction. Here, that's not necessarily the case. There's water everywhere. 
there's water on every other hole on most of these right. courses when you get south of Orlando or south of Ocala. So you can read the you don't if you can go up to the cuff, you want to take time to go up to the cuff and you can see the grain, you can actually read it. That's fine. That's one thing. But the direction that the sun sets here in Florida is typically the way that uh, the grain is going to run. And so if you have that knowledge, try and get the speed right and you rock and roll. So those are the challenges. That's the biggest difference in Florida golf versus um, versus Western Pennsylvania golf in particular is that you've got to kind of account for that at some point in time. Otherwise, you just kind of be stagnant with your scores and everything else because if you don't get that right, it'll, it'll kill you. Hitting yeah. through it, are a lot tighter lies too, I, I would say too. That would be the other thing. So I have a difficulty using a 60-degree wedge because of the lie angle and so forth. And up north, that was like my favorite club. Mm. I can flop it up and so forth. A little more difficult to do down here. For those of you who are intricate in golf, you kind of understand what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to make sure I share this with uh, Coach Harris. I'm sure he he, he understands that. Yep. He's, he's, an old salt, he's, a, he's an old salty dog, though. So he, he's he's bought and paid for with his game and so forth. And I believe you and I had the experience of playing with, with old Coach Harris here at Waterleaf sometime last spring, if I recall correctly. Yep. And he kind of, you know, he sandbagged. I said he was like a 20-something handicap, and he, he, he was like, you know, four over. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's coach for you. That's coach for you. Gerald, man, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for your support of the work of OA. Hey, thank you for allowing me to be in the second foursome with, with you, <laughs> uh, Obama, Jordan, and right. Tiger. So, uh, so, so that would be a, four, a great uh, ASOM, you know what I mean, two foursomes together. Well, now, nah, but seriously, man, thank you for um, leading this work, uh, this golf challenge, man. Looking forward to seeing some pictures and some, uh, hey, maybe you get your hole in one next week. That'll be a perfect timing. Well, you never know. Um, and I feel like I'm getting closer with some of these swing changes. Congratulations to you and your wife on that lovely baby and the birth of your first child there in Washington, D.C. So those of you out there, uh, you know, there's not a better human being than Sean Robinson, or not very many better human beings than Sean Robinson out there. And I know you'll be a great dad and looking forward to following that story of fatherhood as we continue along in our friendship. Appreciate you, dog. Thank you for your support. All right. Take, Take care. care. Peace.